Coming up on Over a Barrel. There's a lot of intrigue on what's going on in the Middle East right now with, you know, how it's impacting the price of oil. But the good news is that it's maybe not having the impact that many people think. Over a Barrel starts right now. Welcome to Over a Barrel. I'm your co-host, Matt McLean, alongside the other co-host, Patrick DeHaan, who, who is not in America. I've Dr. been filling Junior. my tank, Matt. I'll bet Just you with have. spaghetti and wine and other things. Yeah, <laughs> and and in and and you're in places where they're, the streets are actually made of water instead of asphalt and concrete. You've been sending me pictures of beautiful designed ceilings and cathedrals and pictures of pasta and wine and all those good things just not yeah. the pump prices well i've sent you a couple of those but they're you not have. quite as pretty as everything else that's very true so where are you uh, the music is kind of a hint where are you i am in italy enjoying venice and uh whew, yeah the, the the music is kind of what i listened to last night it sounds like really all right well then i i kind of hit it just right on the spot there with that so there's a there's a lot that takes place uh in italy when it comes to winemaking i will at least throw that out but i suppose i suppose rather than going down uh the the winemaking trail so to speak um, we probably ought to just get right on into that geopolitical stuff uh, that we've got going on because I know there's a lot of seriousness going on. We try to keep a little bit of a of a levity in in our podcast uh, as well because you know the world is so serious at times and we've got so much going on. So for just a moment, let's talk about some geopolitics. We've had a lot mm-hmm. transpire in the last seven yeah. days. Uh, obviously, the war with uh, Russia and Ukraine in many people's uh, you know, minds has almost taken a backseat because of the shock uh, of what has taken place in Israel between Israel and Hamas and a declaration of war and emergency government formed in Israel. All kinds of craziness uh, yes. and a very serious situation at that, which is still unfolding. So talk to us about what kind of an impact that's having on oil and gas prices and and heating oil prices, all of that. Uh, Give us kind of the rundown from that perspective. Yeah, great question, Matt. Uh, You you know, we covered in our special report, and thanks to those who tuned in and uh, reached out to us on social media channels to ask follow-up questions. There's a lot of intrigue on what's going on in the Middle East right now with, you know, how it's impacting the price of oil. But the good news is that it's maybe not having the impact that many people think, right? Uh, the price of oil did jump up, Matt. Um, but as you know, we've been uh, a couple of days now into this situation, been watching it unfold. Markets are still a little rattled. I will say that the price of oil did go up today. We're still at $84, Matt, but it's uh, been a little bit all over the map. And that's because Israel, Gaza Strip, these are not really areas that produce much oil. The bigger question, Matt, is one we touched on in the special report that will the violence spread beyond the borders of this region into countries like Iran. Iran had been talking about, you know, how how some of its uh, uh, authorities had uh, potentially green-lighted this campaign. But so far, the violence has not uh, escalated or uh, moved out of the immediate Israel-Gaza Strip. So, um, you know, from an oil price perspective, the oil market has been unnerved, but the price of oil remains in relative check compared to where it's been in recent weeks. And some of that's being driven by uh, by weaker demand. 
uh, as we continue to see the economy heat heat up. Uh, You know, going back to today's CPI numbers as well, the geopolitical aspect is that at least for now, the Israel, uh, the attacks on Israel by uh, Hamas are not having much of an impact on the price of oil. While they did cause oil to go up, it was a bit of a knee-jerk reaction. Now we're back down. But Matt, a lot of the seasonality that you and I, you and I have talked about in, in past podcasts, the switch to cheaper winter gasoline, demand for gasoline falling in the autumn, those are overpowering to this point what is happening in the Middle East. So the update today is that what's happening in Israel uh, is not having much of an impact and it won't have an impact on prices going up because we expect prices to continue moderating at the gas pump. And that is certainly, um, at least for the moment, we're going to fit cross our fingers because there are a lot of players in the Middle East where, um, you know, as as we are recording this, Israel has about 300,000 troops right. amassing on the border of Gaza. Hezbollah in the northern part of Israel has launched missiles uh, uh, from uh, the nations off to the north there, Lebanon. There's, there's a lot of aspects taking place where we want to be very cautious, obviously, in, in what's taking place there, because if, correct me if I'm wrong, the powder keg, we hope, does not move mm-hmm. into a larger situation where there are a lot of players uh, that pump a lot of oil on a daily basis that could potentially get involved in that. And again, right. I'm not not trying to uh, scare anybody. It's just the reality of the geopolitical world in the Middle East. You have folks uh, taking sides and, and that's yeah. the concern. Yeah, it really is, uh, Matt. If this situation does spiral, if it does start to uh, move out of the region, then if it entails more oil producers, to your point, it, it's really all about the fundamentals. If this if this affects, just like the Russia war in Ukraine, Russia's a major oil producer. Uh, Israel, Gaza, the Palestinians are not major uh, regions for oil production. But if it spills over into, say, Iran, which is a major oil producer, uh, it could have far more reaching effects on the price of oil. That hasn't happened yet. So, you know, uh, really, from that angle, we have not seen the price of oil move up. In fact, Matt, we still are seeing oil prices that are quite a bit lower than where they've been in recent weeks. Now, that leads me kind of in a conversation. The CPI data is fresh off the books. Some of that CPI data did show a hotter than expected uh, inflation. Now, we've talked about that in weeks past as well on this program that we've seen refinery issues in the West Coast. Right. California prices went up over six. Nevada, Washington, Oregon, Arizona prices surged. And even a few weeks before that, Matt, if you can remember back to late summer, now that we are in October, um, the Corn Belt even had refinery issues. Now, Mm -hmm. the good news is what goes up comes back down. And that's the good news is that prices are, are overpowering the slight rise in the price of oil that we've seen in recent days. So there's a lot of downward momentum, Matt, that's still coming. And while consumer prices rose in September more than expected, keep in mind the average price of gasoline that as recently as the start of October had been higher than a year ago has flipped. It is now lower than a year ago. The national average as we stand today, 361 a gallon. That's down two and a half cents from last uh from yesterday. It's down eleven cents from a week ago. It's down twenty cents, twenty-one cents from a month ago. But more importantly, Matt, October's CPI data may cool off because today 
the national average is 31 cents below the last year uh, average of 392. So we're quite a bit below last year. And Matt, by the way, everyone, everyone in every state is seeing gas prices decline in the last week or so. That is uh, excellent news. And unlike a lot of products on the shelf, shrinkflation is not an option for the gallon of gas at the pump. Uh, mm -hmm. And so that's certainly, in a sense, it's kind of good news because then you don't pick up like a, you know, a, a thing of, of toothpaste and all of a sudden it's like, you yeah. know, uh, multiple 0 0.0 ounces less than it was a month or two ago or whatever the case may be. By the way, if case you're wondering, the CPI numbers, the Consumer Price Index, does take that into consideration and factors that in uh, just, to, just to kind of throw that out. But as far as gasoline and oil, it's still a barrel and it's still a gallon. So uh, yeah. it is it is, uh, it is is not an option at this point. And we don't want to put any uh, uh, <laughs> words in people's ears to make it an option. <laughs> I really don't want shrinkflation at the gas pumps. Just throw it out there. Um, cause then I'll get all confused. And, it is and, still the same. It is still the same gallon. So, you know, yeah. that's one thing that, that we can't really see a uh, shrinkflation, uh, shrinkflation from Matt. But, you know, the good news is that, you know, I, I, I've been, you know, we talked before the program, you've been some, you've been traveling around some States. You, you probably have access to some of the lower prices. I am jealous because some <laughs> of the lower prices in the country, you know, I, I know we talk a lot, you travel in, in Southern Illinois, probably not the place to fill up, but Missouri, Kentucky, Tennessee, I see a lot of deep blue there on the Gas Buddy heat map. Yep. And for those that haven't checked, you know, you can always check gas prices in your area, gasbuddy.com. If you want this heat map that I'm looking at, Matt, it's terrific. You can find it at prices.gasbuddy.com. But Matt, you've probably been paying a lot less too in the last few weeks. I have. In fact, just down the street, I can pay $307 a gallon. And that is before the Gas Buddy card discounts or the uh, brand name of gas station rewards membership uh, discounts as well. I know when I was in St. Louis a couple of days ago, the prices were not bad there. There's just a lot of, uh, I am not complaining even though yeah. I have been conditioned to believe that more than $3 a gallon is somehow a, quite a steal. <laughs> um, in my mind, I'm still hoping for a buck 99 or even 99 cents. I know that's unrealistic, but I can stay in a lack of reality if I choose. <laughs> and that's where I'm kind of at at the moment. But, you know, prices here, uh, not terrible, especially when you talk to our friends in California and other places yeah. in the West Coast. Um, and even, you know, like you mentioned, places like Illinois, I really try hard not to fill up in that state. Love you all in Illinois, but I just don't uh, like your gas prices compared to where I can get it elsewhere. So I don't like our gas prices either. And, and you know, by the way, I, I'm sure 99% of the people that are listening to this podcast actually are, you know, big fans of falling prices. And even the stations are, Matt, probably bigger fans of the falling prices because they've been, they've been doing very well here in the last couple of weeks as they pass along the drops. Uh, by the way, this is a great time to check the Gas Buddy app if you need to fill your tank map because when prices fall very quickly in the wholesale market, stations will use that as a competitive edge. They will start lowering prices more aggressively and sometimes there's some bad blood between stations just across the street. So, you know, I was looking at uh, average gas prices in Georgia. By the way, Georgia, Matt, is the place to be when it comes to filling your tank. They are probably going to be the first state to see the average under $3. They are at $3.07. But I was looking at some stations in Georgia today, $2.65 a gallon. So, you know, the average is, what, $0.55 cents above that? Jump into the Gas Buddy app. 
check those prices before you fill in. I know you said, you know, before you get discounts and don't forget the pay with gas buddy card that saves up to 25 cents. I have a subscription to the premium version, which saves me at least 20 cents a gallon. I'll tell you what, right now that's icing on the cake to see prices falling and to get some of those big discounts. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, that is certainly something to always keep a very watchful eye on. It just hit me as you were talking. You're actually probably paying more per gallon than those wacky Ugh. than those wacky gas stations in Orlando near the Orlando airport that we always talk about that usually Ooh, have highly inflated prices. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. That has to make you very angry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lot easier to dodge those two stations than it is every station here. Because I did, I, I was out doing some touring, and by the way, when you're in Italy, uh, forgive you, but you're gonna you, you're gonna be stuck eating pasta and drinking some wine because um, you know. Oh darn! For those that haven't, <laughs> yeah, I know. Shucks, it's a tough life. But the other thing that's tough to digest, uh, aside from all of that wine and pasta, is the fact that I did drive by. Well, I didn't drive by. I walked by a station on a boat. It was over $8 a gallon. So uh, mm. there's some great things about Italy. There are some not so great things about Europe. The trains are great. The gas price is not so great. And the fact that the gas buddy car doesn't work here, uh, wah, wah, not yeah. so fun either. Hey, I do have a question for the gas buddy card. Since we have mentioned it, does it work for our friends in Canada? Uh, you know what? We've been hoping to find a partner in Canada. It is primarily a U.S.-based card at this point. There's a lot of technological differences oh, sure. between the two. So I will say this is a U.S.-based pay card. Uh, we hope to, and we hear from a lot of our Canadian friends up north that would love access to this, and we continue to work on that in the future. Yeah, and that's certainly something to understand. I mean, you, you know, every country has their own regulations and, of course, their own currency. So things do have to, you know, be worked out nation by nation. Certainly an understandable thing. So for now, uh, those of you in Canada, that, well, you know, Gas Buddy's working on it. Uh, and hopefully down we the are. road, they'll have yeah. a, hopefully, some kind of an announcement down the road uh, in the not too distant future. But for those of you in the U.S., you can, you know, uh, keep participating in it and have a little bit of fun. And one you know, thing it's a little I did... salt in the wound, by the way, Matt, because mm -hmm. our Canadian friends pay a lot more than we do when it comes to gas prices. I know they're probably screaming at the podcast right now saying, oh, because they're paying, in some areas, by the way, over $2 a liter. So we know the pain is is especially difficult up north. Yeah. Uh, last time I was in Canada, I noticed uh, that the price point was enough to make me uh, break out in a sweat every time I pulled up to the pump. So, <laughs> yes, no, you're exactly right. Um, there is one thing that you uh, mentioned to me off the air before we began recording, and I, I, I did not know this about the Gas Buddy card. Apparently, if I refer a friend... Uh, Ooh, that adds, yes. that adds to an additional discount. Is this it? Why did you not tell me this? Because, you know, <laughs> I, I could have been sending out this, uh, I, I mean, I gas buddy, you know, I may be paying less than the price point at the pump at this point. I could have sent out so many, so many different referrals. I can just hear the excitement in your voice that we talked about this. And uh, yeah, absolutely, Matt. For for those of, of our listeners who have the Pay With Gas Buddy card, all you have to do is go in the Gas Buddy app and then you can click invite friends to save by the way that's in your profile if you click your um your profile image it'll say hi your username and you can click invite friends save big help on your friends save gas uh on save gas too and that'll save you an extra 10 cents a gallon after your friend fills up for the first time and you have an invitation code 
And boom, Matt, I hope that you're going to be inviting so many friends that your next gallon, you'll be basically paying less than $2 a gallon if you if you get a bunch of friends. The gas station will pay me. Just kidding. That, there you go. <laughs> there, that's the dream world, right? That's that's what we all love to see. That's what I love to live in. Anyway, the point is, uh, so there's a lot there, uh, uh, understandably, that you can do to save money uh, in different aspects. And, and nobody likes to pay more than they absolutely have to for things. At least I know. Of course. Um, so that's, uh, you know, there's a lot there. And uh, the the price point that you mentioned, I know uh, where I'm currently at right now, uh, in the just an hour or so drive away, I can get gas for like 275 a gallon. Um, so you're saying that the lowest price point in the country currently, and, and it's a, I, I don't want to say manipulative because it's not technically accurate, but I guess a suspension of gas taxes has made yes. uh, Georgia, Georgia the cheapest state. They're the winner winner. Um, you know, Matt, they, they did suspend their gas tax starting in September through October. It was extended into November. And so, Matt, as I mentioned, um, some of the stations, the lowest price stations today in the country, some of them are all over the South. But Georgia, they have the lowest state average at 307. They are likely to be the first state to fall under two well, to three, uh, fall under three to 299. So some excitement there. That'll probably happen here um, in the next week. So if you're in Georgia, um, by the way, Mississippi, not too far behind at 310 a gallon, Texas at 311, South Carolina at 311, Alabama at 314. Those are the cheapest five states. But Matt, those are not the states necessarily that have seen the biggest drop. And I know a lot of our, our listeners in California are probably screaming, wishing that they could be looking at $2.65 prices like they are seeing in Georgia. But the good news, there is a little bit of news, uh, good news for those in California, is that California has seen the biggest drop in the last week. In fact, Matt, I was looking at this. Um, would you not believe it? Because we've all heard that myth, right? That prices go up faster than they come down. You've heard mm -hmm, that? Mm-hmm. Well, I did look in California and Arizona, they're actually, Arizona is seeing prices decline faster than they went up. California is right there. They are narrowly, uh, they're narrowly behind. California prices still went up a little faster, but they're coming down remarkably fast. California, just in the last seven days, Matt, California is down 18 cents. Arizona down 16 cents, Nevada down 15 cents. Those are the areas I really wanted to highlight because they have been experiencing much more pain than everyone else. California is still paying 571, but these three states, Matt, are seeing the biggest drops of anyone. So it's really good news across the board. And by the way, 50 out of 50 states today are lower than they were a week ago. So literally, Matt, everyone is seeing prices drop over the last week. There's a lot of people mentioning me on Facebook saying, my station hasn't gone down. Just wait, right? The averages, some stations might go down a penny every day. Some stations might go down a nickel every five days. Some stations might go down 10 cents a week. The pace of decline is going to vary. But Matt, every single state in the nation is down from last week. By the way, the smallest decrease is in Hawaii. Prices there only down three cents in the last week. Everyone, though, in fact, looking at this, uh, almost half of the nation, Matt, 24 states are seeing gas prices down by over 10 cents a gallon last week. 
But you know, at least it is falling in Hawaii. I was there a few years back, and the reality is gas gas is not cheap in Hawaii because it takes so long to barge it in. I mean, you know, to be honest with you. So at least it's falling. I mean, they get the palm trees and sunsets. I know they've had a hard year this year out in Hawaii, but uh, to, to your point, uh, I'm glad it's declining in all 50 states. You know, and, and by the way, that's a trend that will continue. So if we're going to have a teaser, gas prices are going to do this in every state over the next week. They're going to be declining. So if you, you know, Matt, if you're on E, keep those fumes going, baby. You know, pull a pull <laughs> a Seinfeld where they're driving around on E because it's going to be going down. Um, every couple of days, average prices will be lower. I'm going to say in every state by next week, gas prices are going to be lower than they are today. Hold me to it, Matt. Hold me to it. Oh, I'm always holding you to that. Yes. I, and I will mention <laughs> it in the next podcast if you're wrong, which unfortunately to date, I have yet to have to do that. So uh, it's fortunate for you, unfortunate for me, because I, I would really love to point out one day when you're actually wrong, but it doesn't really seem to happen all that often. Well, no, it it, it does. You know, I'm wrong mm. on, you know, me and my wife picked the wrong place to go to dinner last night. So it manifests in different ways. The dinner was, you know, it, it, it was delicious, but, you know, you know, at least that was kind of the wrong guess. I'm not as familiar with restaurants in Italy as I am how gas prices move. So, you know, it, you know, it, it just it manifests in different ways. But I, I, I don't want to be wrong wrong about the lower gas prices because I am, as an analyst, you get excited when things move, right? And it's really exciting to be able to share the good news for once because, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, prices in Arizona jumping, California, Nevada back in September and the Corn Belt too. It felt like, you know, it's it's depressing news, but um, I'm really excited to share that, that the good news that prices are declining literally in every state by big amounts. And by the way, the national average today is at its lowest since July, Matt. And I would say that in maybe another week or two, we're going to be at our lowest since April. And then we're going to, I mean, the dominoes are falling, right? Then it's going to be March, February, January. Um, And basically the price of oil, it has inched up, uh, but it should not put an end to the decline for at least the next few weeks. Well, that is certainly some good news. And now for the really important question, is the sauce in Italy a bit sweet or is it a bit tart? What's going on with that? It is. You know, those tomatoes can could not be any fresher here. I've noticed that the tomatoes are delicious. They're slightly sweet. They're so red. It looks like somebody added red food coloring to the tomatoes here because wow. they're so fresh and sweet. And by the way, the wine, you know, it, it, it's it just it couldn't be better. You know, so I don't know if there's any wine fans out there, by the way, wine is aged in barrels too. So, you know, I I like how we can flip it back to, we're still over a barrel. (laughs) Bourbon, wine, oil, you know, if as long as it's in a barrel, we're not so much over that barrel, right? The gasoline (laughs) prices are going down. So now that we're not over the the barrel when it comes to gas prices, I guess I'm over a barrel when it comes to wine. I wonder if they have wine pipelines in in, in, in Italy. You know, they they probably produce so much. That's why I'm wondering. It might make things really efficient, you know, but just pipe it right into my hotel room. How about that? Yeah. Oh, what's coming through the pipeline? A little Pinot Noir. It's it's okay. It's, you know... (laughs) Tomorrow it'll be a it'll be, it'll be a cab, maybe a cab blend. You know, we'll see. You know, just throwing it out there. Chianti. I'll, I'll, I, yeah, I, I don't. You know, I'll, I'll take whatever I can get, but I will definitely take the decline that we're going to see in gas prices. So uh, terrific news, Matt. And and uh, again, there are some geopolitical concerns. And by the way, for the for the Middle East, what's happening there being as awful. Um, you know, I don't I don't want to be remiss in forgetting that we still have two areas of interest out in the Atlantic. So I'm hopeful that Tropical Storm Sean is not going to pose us any problems 
Um, there's another disturbance uh, west of Africa uh, that has low potential. Right so off the keep horn of mind, Africa, yeah. Exactly. The, the, the tropics are calming down, but we are technically still in hurricane season for another six weeks. So let's let's not... Uh, let's not forget about that. But, you know, Matt, when it comes to refining, too, by the way, um, you know, worth mentioning that refineries are doing maintenance. Also, by the way, um, interesting government data came out today. Uh, something you might not hear in the mainstream or non-mainstream media, Matt, U.S. oil production has reached an all-time record. 13.2 million barrels per day. The U.S. is still the largest oil producer. And now... We are basically producing more than we did prior to COVID. So a new record to share with everyone that they probably will not hear on their local news tonight. Absolutely. Well, a lot going on, and we will certainly uh, obviously keep everybody up to date on all of that. And oil prices right now, uh, I'm seeing two different prices as we're recording. Brent crude running at about 86 uh, and some change a barrel. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the standardized oil price running at around 83.50, 83.60 a barrel. And for those who don't know, novices, by the way, a barrel mm-hmm. of oil is not 55 gallons. No, it's 42 gallons. So yes. that's that's the uh, what we call BBL, blue barrel. Yep. Um, you know, back in the days, if you'd like to go on Wikipedia and read up on something interesting, read about BBL, which is blue barrel. Uh, oil, gasoline, anything that's petroleum, 42 gallons to a barrel. And to your point, Matt, uh, that West Texas Intermediate, that's the U.S. benchmark. That's what you're looking at. 83.68 is the settlement today. By the way, the wholesale price of gasoline today, wow, uh, another drop of about four cents a gallon. So again, Matt, just to reiterate, folks listening here, by the way, thanks to all the listeners who follow us on social media, Facebook, we're over a barrel show, uh, Twitter over a barrel show as well. Um, we'd love to hear from you, but the great news is for all of our listeners, do not be in a rush because everything is looking very, very good in the next week. Prices coming down the West Coast, the Rockies, the Gulf States, the East Coast, the Great Lakes, the Corn Belt, everyone's moving down. So um, some terrific news to share for now. Yes. And one of the final questions I've got for you involves diesel and home heating oil, especially for folks in the Northeast. Let's talk about that for just a moment. I know we're talking about falling gasoline prices. My fingers are crossed for the folks in the Northeast as far as heating oil and then across the country for diesel fuel. Uh, but you're kind of, you know, waving the uh, your hand around the crystal ball to try to clear the haze for just a moment. Actually, you're typing. Talk to me about the uh, <laughs> talk to me about the price point of of diesel and heating prices, uh, heating oil. Uh, what are we seeing yeah. there? It has come down a bit, Matt, in the last couple of weeks. There has been some downward pressure on both sides of the barrel, and that's come along with the price of oil, which has been declining in the last couple of weeks. I'm optimistic that home heating oil will not see a huge rally. There's still the potential that it could. We did see that last year. Um, There still is a lot of refinery maintenance happening. We are coming out of the peak of gasoline season, going into the peak of heating oil season. So there could be some bumps in the road. Uh, But for now, Matt, if you haven't filled up your home heating oil tank, we have seen a bit of downward pressure in the last week or two. But again, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic that we won't see a big jump like we did in the price of diesel and heating oil last year. But that does remain a possibility because today's EIA report did show another decline in um, in uh, uh, distillate and heating oil inventory. So things are still running a little tight there. So if you're filling up your tank with diesel or heating oil, 
Uh, keep in mind, there still could be a rally, and that's because it's kind of like the run-up to spring. Distillate inventories, Matt, fell 1.8 million barrels in the last week, uh, and that could keep things a little on edge. So while gasoline goes down, I'm a little worried that diesel and heating oil may inch up over the next few weeks. Mm, very, very good uh, thing to keep track of, that is for sure. Um, you know, we're going to keep a very watchful eye, of course, over the next several days. Should we need to do additional special reports, even though Patrick is in Italy, we will, of course, uh, do that regarding the Israeli-Hamas war, the Ukraine war, um, a little bit of everything out there. Basically, pick your topic and uh, we'll be keeping a very watchful eye on all of that. And uh, we're just going to keep our fingers crossed, our thoughts and our yeah. prayers, of course, with all those who are impacted and uh, and other than that, uh, Patrick, you're 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 in Italy, and and it just, you know it just kind of makes me sad. <laughs> well, you know, I'll be back soon, Matt. But for now, uh, some terrific news, and I'm enjoying Italy, and hopefully everyone else back home is enjoying those falling gas prices. Something that will stick with us. So, you know, if you have any questions about the show, by the way, reach out. I'm going to do our tr- traditional closing here. Yep. Uh, reach out to us at uh, Over a Barrel Show. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Matt, you're on Over a Barrel, Matt. I'm gas buddy guy but for now from italy we're signing off i'm gonna go enjoy some wine and you're gonna enjoy those lower gas prices and we'll see you next time have a good one